This is the Come Follow Me podcast with Jaron Bunny. Each week, I'll get with a group of church members from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in the Los Angeles area to discuss the Come Follow Me manual. They bring more faith, I learn lessons, the whole points that we're here learning. Freaking bring it on is what I say. That's just kind of like grouping us with the rest of the world when we're not the rest of the world. We're separate from them. We're like special because we have this knowledge. Their interpretations, feelings, and insights to help you study. Hi, how's it going? This week, we discussed Matthew 6 through 7. He taught them as one having authority in the Come Follow Me manual. I got the opportunity to talk with Piper and Quaid and Daisy, three of my most gorgeous friends, and we got to talk about all things judgment and prayer and our connection with Christ. Verse 14, just I forgot about how it talks about the narrow, um, the, the pathway to righteousness is narrow. And then I forgot about that scripture about how the pathway to like unrighteousness is broad. I know. It's so interesting. I thought that was really interesting. That, what are you, yeah, what are your thoughts about that? The imagery of that is really cool. That's freaking true. Yeah, I mean, like, let's think about the people that are on the same path as me, like, Compared to who aren't, yeah, it's like a smaller, smaller, smaller percentage path, of people, yeah, yeah, and it's just like it's harder, right? Yeah, but at the same time, it's freaking easy because there's an example. We're told yeah. exactly every single step, and it's up to us to decide if it's easy or hard. Well, we could yeah. say it's like the easiest thing in the world because we know exactly what to do. I like that, and you just do it, and it could it. You can make the argument that it's more difficult to not have a guide, to not have an example, to just, like, go about your life doing whatever you want. When it's broad. The confusion that that will create of, like, I don't know, I hate it when I have to, like, decide between, like, so many different options and I feel like I don't know what one to choose. To have your whole life be like that. Like, what's going to make me happy? What's going to make me feel fulfilled? And to have, like, a trillion options, it's easier Right. way is like easier you just have a perfect example yeah for me it's like it when I look at the world and what the world is doing and having the world as my like example and like what everyone else is doing then it seems like it's harder yeah because it's not what everyone else is doing so it sometimes feels like it could be lonely or it could be like you know like if you're walking down this path with a few friends it's very meaningful and stuff but like Sometimes it could seem more fun to be with, like, a, a big group of people. You know what I mean? Have you ever, like, been down a narrow um, walk path that you can't go side by side? You can only right. go alone. Because it's so narrow that you're like, oh, I, I'll go ahead of you, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like that with your testimony. You can't fill anyone's lamps with oil. Like, you can only take care of your own testimony. So and so... And that way, I see myself like I'm walking that path, like Christ is at the head, and we're just all following suit in this narrow and path. And we also have our own paths, you know what I mean? That's true, but then as well, like, I know, like, a lot of people do talk about how they believe there's lots of different paths to get back to Heavenly Father. Like, I came across so many, they're like, do you think this is the only path to return to Heavenly Father? But I just had the realization, or like, revelation right now that... 
that's just kind of like grouping us with the rest of the world when we're not the rest of the world. We're separate from them. We're like special because we have this knowledge. Mm. And so there's all these other churches who are on their own different paths, but they kind of like group them like all together going to the same path. They don't have the same knowledge that we have. Yeah. And so like when you hear someone say that, oh, everyone's on the same path, in a spiritual sense, it's it's not we're, um, we're not on the same path as them. P- people who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints are on the same path, but then other religions there seem to be like the broader mm-hmm. path because there's so many of them and there's so many different paths. But yeah. with Alan, it's just straight and it's ahead and it's clear. Yeah, that's very true. Mm. Wow. Well, well uh, something else that I thought was interesting had a nice time thinking about was um the verses that they talk about not judging there's a lot about that yeah and what i the message that i got today was that i don't have to figure everything out and i don't need to know if this person or this person is gonna ultimately what they're gonna do for my life i don't need to like judge them and make the decision to know if they're gonna be in my life or not like god is a judge he's already taking care of that he already like fulfills that role and it's not my role at all. Mm-hmm. And so I can just ask him what his judgment is of it for my life and in my circumstances. And then he can tell me what the answer is and then I can move forward with that information in whatever way that I choose to move forward. But like I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to be the judge. There's already a judge who's a perfect judge and knows everything. Yeah. And that I can receive any information that I ask for. I really believe that I can yeah. like the scriptures say it a million times like ask and you shall receive you know so if I just ask for the information to and for the stuff that will serve me in my life then I don't have to I don't have to concern myself with making the right perfect choice or seeing everything super clearly because I just ask God and trust him that he'll give me the information that will serve me I think that's totally how you judge righteously is like being able to do it for yourself right mm-hmm. And be, sometimes I'm like, like you do you, I'm doing me. Like, you know, you just kind of have to like judge according to how you feel you and Heavenly Father have discussed and felt is right. Yeah. Um, but it, I can, can, it can be tricky. Yeah. I can never know someone. If I'm like thinking about like, for example, if I'm going to go to like a modeling, like pick a new modeling agency yeah. in New York and London. Yeah. I don't need to judge all of them myself. And yeah. make the decision on my own. Mm. Because God knows them. He knows like everything. He yeah. sees the intention for everything. And so I don't have to judge them. And then I, the pressure isn't on me to make the right choice or not. And was I right or wrong? I just simply ask God. like, I like that. What is your judgment of this for me in my circumstance? Yeah. What should I go with? And yeah. that goes with like personal relationships and like work relationships and, and everything like that. Yeah. What about like... Hash out in your mind and then come to God about it. Oh, about that? Like, where that, like, lines up with that? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, that makes me think of, like, get clear on my options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, work it out. See what my options are. Assess what I want. Assess what my goals are. Get all the information and then just present that to Heavenly Father. Because also it doesn't serve us to just sit there and have him tell us every single step along the way and mm-hmm. have it. You'll get clear work. answers when you say, I'm doing this. Like yeah. you, when you have an action, 
Yeah. You'll receive a revelation of like if it's good or not. Yeah. That's something that I do with my when I have multiple options in front of me, I make a decision and then I let the Lord know. I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Let me know if it's not right. Yeah. Because just like what you said, you can't go to him and be like, should I do this or should I do this? You need to already have that decision made for yourself. Yeah. And then go to him and tell him that's what you're going to do. And then you will receive an answer. That's how. But I feel like there's different me. scenarios. Some scenarios, I could be like, I don't know which of these two things. Which, like, I always will choose myself. I have my own agency. But, like, I guess it's just praying, like, through every step of it. A lot of this also is about prayer, which they talk about in these little sections. Which I thought was interesting. I like this. It says, the master simply wants us to pray for God's help while we strive constantly to resist evil and live righteously. I never really thought about that. It's like he just wants us to... What does it say about? It's the, this paragraph of the lessons. Um, I highlighted it because I really like that idea of just like a support system. Almost like a parent would, right? Like if there was something that was going on in your life, like... They probably would love to give their two cents about it mm-hmm. because they're maybe older and wiser about mm-hmm. that situation. And God is all knowing. So yeah. it's like, man, like, he, already knows. he already knows everything. So he's like, just come to me and I will pour out the truths to you. Why are you struggling in, with it when, yeah. you, when I could be just helping you? Yeah. It could be really easy for you, but you're making it super difficult. And like, I thought about this because right now my nephew's in high school pretty soon mm-hmm. and I've been doing monthly checkups on him and just like making sure that like how are you doing is there do you need any advice like how can I help you through high school kind of a thing like how can I be your mentor through this like crazy four years yeah. and I thought about that with that it's like God just wants us to be like how can I help you what can I how can I be your mentor through this mortality of life and mm-hmm. we don't do it every day like why aren't we always coming to him every day and asking like the the little thing about my story today with God helping me with programming. He probably loved that, that I came to him in the morning and said, I'm going to be doing this difficult task. I really need your help and inspiration as I'm doing it. And then I got it. So when I was planning my wedding, I had a blessing from my uncle. And he said, pray to God before you go online, before you like pray to God before you do everything. And I did that. And I did it. I, I did that. Like, maybe not perfectly, but whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. I, but I prayed, and sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm just going online to buy some streamers. Like, do I need to pray yeah. about that? But seriously, like, I could pray about it, and maybe he could, maybe I could be guided to a site that it will, it'll be really cheap compared to whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? There's no small, there's no such thing as a small prayer. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. all mean something. Yeah, and even more than just like how, making the best decision, like just imagine, yeah. like think of how mom, how much mom and like your family was excited about the wedding. Mm-hmm. He's just like seeing you guys throw a party. He like yeah. wants to like be in on it. That's you know so what I mean? Cute. Like wants to like know what you're gonna let's do because you are his and, daughter. And when I go and pray, and when I go to pray to, like I was saying earlier, ask for repentance for something mm-hmm. I did then what is that showing? Because he, he, I know that he already knows what's going on. He already knows. He wants to forgive me. He like has already forgiven me. He just wants me to talk to him. What is it showing him when I 
when I just open my mouth to him, like, yeah, so it's showing that I'm humble and, yeah. like, I feel... You're willing to surrender and yeah. you're willing to just be open. Well, that verse 7, when it's, like, knock and it should be open mm-hmm. to you, seek and you shall find, what's the third one? Ask. Um, ask. They're all, um, they're all action words. Mm-hmm. Knock, seek, ask. And, like, the more that I study about Christ and his ministry... He is a man of action. Oh, someone needs to get healed? Okay, let's heal. Like, he just did things. Mm-hmm. He didn't, like, stop and pause. He didn't think about it. No, he, he just, just did. Going. He just did everything. Yeah. He's Which, confident. He knew his authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, how? why are we sometimes reserved? Like, why aren't we always doing that action? Because For me, it's like, I'll just sit and think about all the reasons why maybe I shouldn't. Or is it, It's even lame when I'm like... Is it even going to make a difference? Like, right. You know what I mean? I think it's when we, yeah, when we start to doubt ourselves or start to wonder too much about, like, why this, why that, or us. Yeah. And just not counting on the Lord. Just not, like, expecting or, like, believing that you are a child of God and that you have the authority to do that, whatever that may be. Because mm-hmm. I think as soon as we start trying to figure out and work it out in our brain how we can do certain things that's when we're like relying on ourselves and we're not relying on god and when we do that that's kind of like we're saying that we're smarter and we don't need help yeah yeah as if we don't always like we need support (laughs) like every single moment yeah no thanks like satan is working on like double time on us Especially, like, people that have the gospel. He does not want it to be spread. He does not want you to do good. Well, like, today. So, I was at the gym. The night before, I had prayed, Heavenly Father, I really want to be a missionary. Next day at the gym, I meet a, a girl who was inactive. Yeah. And then... That's such a cool story. Today, I was like, oh, I should just invite her to come follow me. So, then I was like, uh... I was feeling like doubting myself, but I was like, no, I need to just follow through with like this yeah. gift that God gave me. I asked for it. Yeah. So I need to keep going with it. Like it's not over now. Right. So then I saw her at the gym after we got off the treadmill. I was like, I was like wanting to like not notice her and look away. But I was like, crap, I have to go up to her now. And like, it's so easy to be like, it just puts me out of my comfort zone. Right. But I asked for it too, you know. Hmm. But yeah, I had to be like, "What am I doing?" Like, I asked for this, and you had to follow through. Going. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll Rather receive your witness like, at the end. Yeah. After the trial of your faith. <laughs> I love that. One thing that I really liked as well was just Matthew six twenty three. And it just talked about how you can tell mm-hmm. the countenance of someone through their eyes. Dude, that's so freaking true. It's yeah, so I know. True. I think about how my mom used to be like, oh, when you were dating this person, like the photos you posted on Instagram, you were, they were so dark. And I was just like, mom, that's so judgmental. I felt so. But it's just, she's calling it how she saw it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's very true. You can tell when someone's. It's so crazy. Are gone. It's so yeah, crazy. You can just tell it's when so crazy. Has the light or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can, like, look in people's eyes and, like, tell how they're feeling. Yeah. yeah. Like, in, like if they're, like, even going through something or if, like, I don't know. Eyes are, like, so powerful. Yeah, I love that. He's yeah. Like, it is interesting. Are... Like, if one part, like, if one of your eyes is, like, wandering off, 
then everything is like if your one eye is evil, then the whole thing is your whole body right. is evil. How is that? It's pretty crazy. I was like, whoa! Like if you are focusing just one eye, not like both, just one on something that is not a righteous desire, then your whole being is unrighteous. It's like the same. It's like the you can you can you can only serve one master. You know. I totally I think believe that, that all the freaking. Time. I totally believe it. One hundred God or it's Satan. Like it's there's no ninety nine. There's, there's no, no gray. Like yeah. It's like one of the. It other. is black and white. It's like kind of like what Piper and I talked about, like being obedient. There's like no one in, in the middle. You're either obedient or you're not obedient. Yeah. There's no like. I'm obedient with, bit. I'm like obedient with these things, but not these things. That, that just obedient. means you're not yeah, obedient. obedient. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which is, I think, why people struggle with um, the gospel is because it's hard to be half in, half out. Yeah, it's it either is. you're all in or you're all out. It's so you true. can't, you can't, you can't be half, half. Be half For me, when I was, it literally tears you it apart. It does tear you apart. Yeah, yeah. For me, when I was like wanting to be the gospel, loved it and stuff, but wasn't living it. Right. I felt like depressed randomly for no reason. You know yeah. what I mean? I felt like, but yeah, there's you're a reason. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Funny face. <laughs> I was. No, it's so true. Though. Yeah, like. Did you drink the slime on me or something? Oh, right. Ooh, started but there'd be lime. <laughs> yeah. It really, like, I was really torn and. and no, it makes sense. In all areas of my life, life, I was just suffering. Yeah. And then you have to make a decision in the end. Which, which way are you going to go? Are you going to go down that broad path or are you going to go down that narrow path? You know what I love about decisions? That decision right there. Yeah. It's never too late. It's never too late. Yeah. People make decisions to do whatever all day long and they choose they choose out of like the gospel and they choose out of feeling God's love for them. And they choose out of like loving themselves. But it's never too late. I feel like sometimes we can get so caught up in like, well this person's not active right now and da 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 and we need to save this person. No, you just need to love them because it's never too late. Well, you, you know what? Any second. I was thinking about today, I was like looking at you on the bike and I was like, I remember when I would go to the gym like a year or whatever ago and ask Lizzie to come and she was just like, no, I hate the gym. Like I'm, I'm not about working out. I'm like, now she's like freaking right. I'm obsessed yeah. with it. I'm like, it's never too late to change. Yeah. You can never think that it's, it's solid and. Oh, and written yeah. like stone, and it's not good. Like, Which also goes back to why we don't—we're not the judge. We don't get to judge if we don't judge ourselves on how we feel, or and we don't get to judge other people on the decisions that they make because you never know what could happen. Yeah, it's dude, no so one thought that you were ever going to be married in the temple. Are you kidding? No, I never. Like, I seriously <laughs> no never. That. It was never. And, like, and that you'll be the first one too in the family, right? Seriously, I'm like, whoa, I feel cool. <laughs> But also, about priorities, like, the other day I asked Quaid, well, I was just kind of openly talking to Quaid, being like, what are my priorities? Like, my priorities are just kind of whack and stuff, and I was thinking about what my priorities are, and even where is my treasure? You are where your priorities are. Yeah. I'm choosing to make priorities, my better priorities. I like that. Change of subject, but something else that I really liked. Uh, this section right here, vain repetitions, and talking about how it is anything that has no value without sincere, heartfelt feeling, which I thought was, it's not about repeating, it's about no value, which I always thought it was just about like, oh, if you repeat the same thing back and forth, you know, 
But they were like, no, it's something that doesn't have a value in your prayers, which I thought was really interesting. Oh. My patriarchal blessing talks a lot about me and my prayers. And when I was reading when I was reading the scripture, I was like, oh, I need to go read my blessing again and like revisit what it talks about because it like spends like a whole paragraph only discussing prayer. And my thing wow. is like really short, so it's like wow, that's very interesting. And it's very like in general, it's pretty general my blessing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there's like a, there's like a whole paragraph where it's like all you are gonna be the little bit of prayer. prayer. I like that. Like a superpower. Yeah, that's a superpower. Are you kidding me? Prayer is so important. Yeah. Love that. I always say prayer is kind of like your cell phone. Um, what if you just said like, oh, Daisy, look at this cool device. It tells the time. And you're like, no, Jerry, you just unlock it. And there's like so much more in there <laughs> than just telling. It's not right. just a clock. Right. There's like so much inside yeah. of your phone. That's prayer. Like prayer, sometimes you can be like, Oh, yeah, it's just, like, a thing that I do. It's, like, no, like, unlock no, it like, really and, like, get into, get into the mysteries of prayer. I love that. It's like a nitty-gritty. Yeah. Just really get It's in interesting because, it. like, prayers themselves, like, I'm praying a lot all day. So, like, that, not that it's repetition, but I'm praying so much that, like, it can so easily be, like, dear the Father, good for the same. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But the moments where I'm, like, taking my time and like really I mean it takes effort to pray when you're like saying a prayer in front of everybody you do stop and think about what everything that you're gonna say in that prayer because everyone's listening and like waiting for you to like finish your prayer and it is a little bit more heartfelt I feel like versus your maybe sometimes for me my everyday prayers can seem not as heartfelt or sincere but do you guys pray out loud or do you pray silently both. 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 Pray out loud in my car all day long. I pray yeah. out loud when I do my morning prayers. One time I pray silently is if I'm like in a social setting. Right. Pretty much. Because I really believe in the power of speaking the word out loud. I feel like words are so powerful and I like, I really, I, like that. I really feel like when you physically say it, it yeah. has a completely different energy and a completely different power than to just think yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And when I am like, Saying it out loud, I'm definitely more meaningful of exactly what I'm saying right. because thought my thoughts, I can just think like a million words at once. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. What's super crazy about that though is like it first starts with a thought and then you start talking about it. It's the book that I'm reading, and then you start talking about it, yeah. and then eventually that leads to like action into it actually going into play it's like yeah. that's what happens in life with whatever you do you kind of think about it first and then you can start talking about it and then because you're talking about it then it comes into play and action happens right so yeah so have you guys ever tried writing out your prayers yes i dated a guy who did that he wrote out every prayer and he's like you should do it. it's a prayer journal and i was like Okay. I thought of doing that and I could totally put it on children's I now. started doing it and it was the coolest experience because it's like a journal and right. you could flip through and be like, I was going through that at that point in time. I totally forgot about that. And that gives even more time. Yeah. You can put even more meaning and thought into what you're exactly saying. It's pretty cool. You should try it. It's would, a good exercise. Would you only exercise. write it or then would you then read it out loud and pray it? You well? could do both. Yeah. Interesting. You should definitely yeah, try it. It's a good experiment. Do that. I have a question. Yeah. What was your guys' thoughts on um, the wise man? 
Oh, built his house upon a rock. Yeah. A firm foundation. Yeah. Um, was your, what did you guys get out of that? I, what impressions? This is what I get out of it. So, so much is happening in the church right now. So many changes and so many like things that can really shake people's testimonies, right? Because sometimes people have testimonies and not the firm foundations of the doctrines of the church, but they have testimonies and applications. So when I read that, it's like, don't just, don't have a testimony and application because applications can change. Right, what do you mean? An application would be like um, church being two hours instead of three. Oh, right. Or changing um, the wording in the temple. So you were saying what about that? Don't have a foundation testimony. Don't have your testimony be in applications. Have your testimony be in doctrine. I told this to Queer the other day. Like, I'm still really trying to get a full grasp on how the Spirit communicates to me. Like, how exactly. Because... Growing up, it's like the still small voice. Like, I haven't ever really heard the still small voice. Maybe they're not meaning it literally, but that's how I took it when I was a little kid. It's different for everyone. So yeah, some people, yeah. Is. Yeah, which is so cool. So for me, like, I'm still trying to understand exactly what that is. And I was telling Quaid, if God gave me another person's voice inside my head that was the spirit, then it would just be like handing it over to me. Right. It would be a handout kind of way. Like it would be too easy, I guess. I, for yeah. I would like freak out to be honest. I'd be like, am I weird? Am I like going crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would think I was going crazy. There's some random <laughs> voice in my head. I'm like, am I crazy? <laughs> if I prayed and stuff, then I wouldn't have to work as hard and, and be as obedient and like really keep the commandments and do the best I can to be having the spirit. Like if it just... You know, it was easier. It's a muscle. I would, it's yeah. a muscle like any muscles that you're working out. Like, if you don't work out that muscle, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose that skill. And that's why it's today I was like, that, I think. about the spirit being like a muscle. Yeah, right? that you have to keep on working it out. Oh, yeah, totally. They always talk about that. Even to like maintain the current testimony that you have. Yeah, yeah because there's no neutral. There's no Yeah, you yet. can't like do nothing. Because if you do nothing, right? then it goes. You're yeah, it's going to go backwards, yeah. yeah. It's true. There's so much knowledge out there. It's so crazy. Like, just to think about. Yeah. Like, how... That's, that's really heavy. <laughs> no, seriously, like, there's so much out there. And for us to, like... I mean, you can't think of it all at once. It has to be, like... It has to be, like, slowly build up to that. You can't right. just... Like, for example, becoming a doctor... You have to learn the little things, the basic things first, and then get to the bigger stuff. Oh, yeah, weren't we too much to chew? What was on the class or something? How even Jesus, someone, we talked about this recently, even Jesus had to learn things. Line upon line, precept upon line. Yeah, that's that's something that's in the Doctrine and Covenants. We're reading that. that. Yeah. So we're reading that Jesus, he was learning things, like, before he was 30. That's when he's, like, he's teaching teachings happened in the bible but then eventually it was like what was it it was precept by precept no it was i forgot what it was but it was just talking basically it came not miracle upon miracle when they say you lack strong with god or something like that i think it was 91 but basically it was just talking about um like he learned things slowly, like yeah, over time. Over time, yeah. yeah I was but anyway, the moral of it was that eventually he came to a point where the Lord just gave him all the knowledge and everything. So 
when he was younger and everything, he was still learning just like what we were. But then yeah. he realized um, when he had gone like step by step that the Lord was like, he's ready and just poured upon all the knowledge and everything yeah. upon him. I think so. That'd be intense. And then all Can of you this, imagine? And <laughs> it literally, and it it's says, so no, in there it says <laughs> knowledge. There it says knowledge. Heavy so it's like an actual like knowing. It's like it's like certain. And I think that's why as well in his teachings he was so confident. It's because it wasn't a belief. Like a lot of us, for example, we have like a belief like it's well for me, I know how it works for me. Like I believe in something that I'm saying, but I'm not too confident on it because it's just kind of like a belief I have. Right. Whereas the Lord Jesus, he actually knew it was knowledge, it was like and so solid. Everything yeah. he spoke was truth because it was knowledge, and it came from the Lord. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy to think about. Hmm. Well, we have sent you this um, recording of forty-two minutes. Yeah, our podcast. podcast. Thank you for coming. Uh, Please like and subscribe. Subscribe <laughs> and rate this podcast. Yeah. Dot com. <laughs>